Welcome to this new episode of Searching for the Question Live. Uh, I am talking to you from Bergamo, uh, Italy, uh, which uh, uh, has uh, been uh, much more known in these last uh, few days uh, and weeks uh, than before. Uh, actually, the German uh, poet Goethe uh, used to call Bergamo the hidden jewel of uh, Italy. And uh, uh, for those who uh, live here or who know uh, Bergamo and, and, and like it, uh, they know that it is a beautiful little city close to Milan in the north of uh, uh, Italy. Let me show you actually uh, where it is. Uh, um, the uh, location uh, that I am uh, showing you is, is not exactly precise. It's where uh, Google Earth uh, believes uh, I am, and it's uh, close enough, um, just uh, a little bit uh, northwest uh, uh, from where the blue dot is. Uh, when I'm in uh, New York, I always joke um, in the restaurant, there is unavoidably uh, a bottle of Pellegrino, uh, the sparkling water that conquered the world, uh, apparently. And uh, I always point at it with uh, the people I'm uh, dining with together and say, hey, that is my tap water uh, because I'm so close to it. So north of Italy, as part of Southern Europe, as part of Europe. And the reason I'm showing this to you uh, is because I wanted uh, to introduce our guest uh, with uh, showing you uh, where he is, uh, because he is in Karachi, Pakistan, uh, close to the to the sea, uh, in another continent, uh, in another another country, um, and I want to uh, give the welcome uh, to Rehan Alakwala, uh, who very kindly accepted uh, to be. Uh, our guest uh, today. Uh, so welcome, Rehan. Welcome to Searching uh, for the Question Live. Thank you for inviting me. So uh, Rehan is uh, uh, an interesting uh, animal, an interesting uh, human. Um, I've uh, never met him in person, but uh, we connected uh, over Facebook uh, some time ago. And uh, I, as I'm sure many of you, receive uh, a lot of connection requests. Uh, and uh, that uh, came from uh, Rehan um, from pa Pakistan, as of course he identifies online. And I always look at the profiles of the people who reach out. And I looked at uh, Rehan's profile. Here I'm showing you his uh, uh, public page rather than his personal profile because he's full. Uh, and so if you connected to him, I don't know whether he would be able to accept your connection request or actually he would have to kick somebody off his friends list in order to accept you. So I looked at his profile and it was quite uh, fascinating because I could see the kinds of questions that he was asking online, uh, quite provocative uh, questions. Uh, that I wasn't accustomed to seeing from somebody that in the West we would traditionally associate to a worldview 
that was not necessarily inquisitive, that wasn't necessarily curious and outreaching. But Rehan was outreaching, curious, provocative. And you could see from the answers to his questions that the provocations were indeed working. So Rehan, um, how come? Tell me about you. Tell me how you came to be inquisitive, curious, and provocative as you are on Facebook. Thank you again, David, and thank you for interesting questions. I want to mention that I and David have never actually ever talked before, and I don't feel uncomfortable because I feel I feel him that he's a very interesting globe trotter. One day in Tokyo, one day in New York, and then in Italy. And I was hoping that I would go and sleep uh, on his couch in January before going to World Economic Forum at his place, but I guess uh, maybe another time, hopefully. Um, I don't know what the world will look like in a few months. But um, so I was curious always, like all children are. And, you know, um, I had, I was very fortunate to be among elders most of the time. And I was observing and I was very shy and I would never ask questions. And when the internet came, it gave me opportunity to ask questions. And um, I found that one of the biggest problems that the country of Pakistan, India, Bangladesh have is basic literacy. We don't even, we don't have more than 30% people who cannot, who, who can even read their name in any language, forget about reading books. So India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, these three countries are 1.67 billion people or one fourth of the planet. And majority of those cannot even read their name in any language. So I started um, doing some different things, including one of the things was this school I made in a box. And this is uh, a $10 phone, which we preloaded with basic literacy content, which people can buy and then educate themselves. And uh, I also started, um, I, I retired around 10 years ago and I decided that I want to do something for poverty eradication. And when you, when you look at poverty, um, at that time I did not know, but I thought I can teach people how to do business, how to start a business and hundred dollars and they would be, everything would be fine in three years and I would be able to make a million entrepreneurs and everything would be fixed. Little did I knew that people did not want to change. People were very interested in not doing business. People were not interested in changing themselves. They were very happy where they are. They didn't, they wanted to be rich, but they were not really interested in doing something about it. And so I was just using Facebook and I was asking questions and I, I slowly, slowly started asking more questions and more questions and more questions. And I enjoyed that my, I was getting answers and I, I enjoyed that people were starting to fight over those questions. And I was learning how the world works, sitting in my home, just from my computer, seeing that you can actually unite people just by asking questions. So one of the things, you know, when I grew up as a Muslim in Pakistan, I was told that Jews control the world. 
So now I was very inquisitive. Oh, Jews control the world. I should have just some Jewish friends so I can become rich and powerful and understand how to control the world. And I started making Jewish friends. And a few years later, I found out Jews are normal people like me and you. It's just just normal, you know. There are poor people in Jews and rich people in Jews. You mean you mean no, none of them have horns? I I am still looking. I even went to the chairman of the Zionist movement, and I still couldn't find any horns. You know, I, I went to as 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 far as that, and I couldn't find the horns. So so far, I'm still looking for all those devils and illuminatis and freemasons and all those things but so far i have yet only to find interesting people who can answer interesting questions um, on that journey i also made a lot of friends in israel uh, a lot of jewish friends and a lot of indian friends which pakistan is not friendly with and i started asking questions and i started tagging people from both sides and i started um, literally fits fights on my Facebook. And I could see that people could come and fight, but 200 comments later, they were friending each other. And that was very interesting for me to see that people who are fighting are actually becoming friends. And so I did more of that, and I did more of that, and I did more of that. And then I created an organization called the Institute of Peace just for that purpose. So we can organize more fights on Facebook no bombs allowed, no pistols allowed, no guns, only words and information and Wikipedia links to get information across the border uh, and borders. And people can ask more and more questions and more and more people can understand each other. So uh, um, Emiliano Morgia, one of our viewers uh, over Twitter, um, says, uh, uh, Assalamu alaikum. Uh, as his uh, opening uh, in uh, beautiful uh, uh, Arabic uh, characters. Uh, and uh, he is asking, uh, what is the uh, average uh, uh, internet connection, connection uh, uh, speed in Pakistan? Uh, it appears you have a very good connection, for example, he says. The average internet speed is better than most places in Italy. I have traveled all over Italy and uh, two years ago I was traveling for two months and the internet in Pakistan is 4G everywhere, very high speed, very cheap, $5 a month unlimited internet connection. Um, so it's it's pretty awesome. And the I have fiber at home. Major, a lot of people who are uh, in the cities have 100 megabit connection or 50 megabit connection. My house has 200 megabit connection. Then I had a gigabit gigabit dark fiber dropped at my home 10 years ago. So I always lived on the internet. So I wanted like the best house, in, you know, on the corner, right? So my my internet had to be very high speed. Um, and but most people have pretty awesome internet. They blame the internet, but there are other problems besides the internet speed, which are normally happening but they don't understand where to press and this oh internet sucks right now it's really bad um, it it was it was quite amazing when facebook uh, uh, introduced uh, internet zero or rather facebook zero uh, and a lot of people in the west uh, don't know about this you could go to zero the letters uh, the digit zero dot facebook.com uh, and uh, um, browse uh, Facebook without having a data plan. 
uh, and uh, I was uh, interested because they claimed that the reason they would be doing this is uh, to spread uh, the internet and knowledge around the world, except that, uh, especially in North Africa, uh, where this uh, was widespread and where internet connectivity was either expensive or, or, or not uh, uh, very uh, well understood, when you ask people, what is the internet? Their answer today is Facebook. And uh, when India was able to tell Facebook, no thanks, they didn't want this kind of so-called technically zero rating of the connectivity because they believed it would be detrimental to the understanding of the power of the internet for so many people, uh, Facebook gave up. And they created internet.org, uh, a foundation that is supposed to be more independent as it brings uh, increased connectivity to the world. And, and, and now, of course, uh, we will be looking at uh, um, uh, the SpaceX uh, uh, initiative of uh, satellite connectivity at high speed, which initially will be offered rather than to consumers, it will be offered to ISPs that are going to be able to offer uh, all over the world in rural Alabama that doesn't have uh, DSL, doesn't have fiber, doesn't have anything. They will be able to offer high-speed internet uh, without the backbone uh, being laid down as, as it uh, was needed, or Africa or China, wherever it is lacking. But back to your experiments, uh, Rehan. Um, of course, it is one thing to uh, provoke discussions among your connections on Facebook and, and have them realize that their own prejudices are in the way of their own emancipation. And then as they realize that as, as they connect with people from all over the world, uh, they are self-empowering as they overcome those uh, imaginary obstacles. However, uh, in many places in the world, uh, there are limits to free speech. For example, on YouTube, if your video is talking about the coronavirus, uh, YouTube takes away your livelihood because if you depend on advertising income and your videos are demonetized, money stops flowing. And this is a very effective way of economic censorship. And there are some channels that are now resourcing to flowery language just like Americans are pointing fingers at China saying, oh, on WeChat, you can't talk about certain topics. You have to in invent alternative language. In America, there are now YouTube channels that want to inform the public about the coronavirus and they call it double plus bad cold, right? The Orwellian alternative terminology. And Pakistan is also uh, a place where Sometimes the government feels that they know better what citizens should or shouldn't be discussing online. Uh, have you ever had problems because you are a free thinker, you are a free talker, and you are a provocateur? Uh, was it always 
peaceful and easy or, or you had uh, to navigate your way to be able to do what you want to do? Um, before I answer that question, I'm sharing my screen with you and I'm showing uh, with you how when Mark Zuckerberg announced free uh, Internet Zero, I actually put up a billboard in our city, huge billboard on the main street um, where around a million people cross every day to thank you because I think it was a fascinating thing what he did for Pakistan. And these are the, you know, it, that image then went viral all over the planet um, and people were just doing that. I also set up a similar billboard for people to ask me to make them my Facebook friend. So people were like, what? What kind of person adds, puts up a billboard to make new Facebook friends? Um, I also want to show you this video. Um, it's a one minute video. Ed. Yeah, drag the control panel, the zoom control panel out of the middle because it hides part of the screen in gray. Yes. Drag it out. Perfect. کیا दो क्लास है मैंने थोड़ा थोड़ा रहा था क्या इतना आता है कितना नाम लिखना होता नाम This is a screen which I wanted you to see. People don't have clean water, they don't have electricity, they don't have anything, but they have Facebook, which is pretty provocative and pretty interesting to think about. Um, well, absolutely. And uh, it, it may very well be the case that in several places, uh, the internet is the stepping stone for a kind of awakening towards human possibilities that uh, over the course of the past, uh, let's say 50 years, uh, traditional means and traditional governments haven't been able to achieve. Corruption is a problem in, in a lot of places. Uh, income inequality and wealth inequality are especially stunning when the basic infrastructure uh, is lacking sewage or, or drinking water to start, 
but also sometimes um, um, clean air to breathe. And then, of course, the next step, healthy and reliable food to eat. And then uh, shelter and health uh, services, healthcare, and then education and so on and so forth. So um, there is a long road for many, many places in the world before that is available to everybody. And if the internet can accelerate that, or even more specifically, Facebook can accelerate that, uh, I think that is, that is wonderful. Yeah. So you asked a question about, uh, have I been censored? So um, I have never been asked by any authority or anyone to not say something. It's very famous. A lot of people ask me, why are you still alive? Why are you still able to do this? How can you do this? I said, I don't know. Um, they just never bothered me. Um, also, however, um, I sent you a video yesterday about uh, a clip which CNN did on me. And back in the day, a few years ago, Facebook was blocked on in Pakistan. And then for two, for six months, Facebook was blocked and I was going to different religious scholars and explaining them what Facebook was and why. And I asked them if they really even understood what it is and they didn't. And I was trying to get it reversed and finally we got it reversed. And then for four years, YouTube was blocked in Pakistan. And then because YouTube was blocked in Pakistan, I think it was one of the worst things that anybody could have done to our country. And we, we went back with knowledge very drastically. So Facebook was a leader when YouTube was blocked all of a sudden anyways. So we were more Facebookers than YouTubers. Now for the last two years, YouTube is back and a lot of YouTubers are merging. And people are finally teaching and making it as a living. And YouTube also enabled last year monetization in Pakistan. Uh, where people could make money off YouTube. So people are doing it as a full-time job now. Uh, I met a guy a few months ago who made his whole house through, through YouTube. So um, I personally have never been censored. Nobody has ever um, asked me to say something. It is against the law now in Pakistan to say something against religion or God. So I can be hanged or I can go to jail for 25 years if I say anything against uh, um, religion. Blasphemy is not allowed, uh, but everything else you can say about the government, people are not upset. They're trying to, but it's it's really too small. Um, I, I worked with a few ministers last month and they're very upset about people bashing them, but it's but, but I keep telling them it's good that they're at least coming to your wall. But let, let's convert their bashing into something positive. They, what they cannot see, let's show them. And this bashing is only a start. Only 25% of our country uses Facebook. We have another 75% which will come live in the next two, three years. What will you do then? How will you handle it then? So you better learn how to handle the trolls, how to handle the social media. And then when they come alive, you can use that audience. You can use those people. You can use those citizens for your own cause. You can convert them into your followers and take advantage of the attention you're getting because attention is a new currency. Uh, uh, but most people don't get it because it's something all, it's all very new and um, uh, it just takes time. So my journey has been very interesting. I, I've been making videos for 25 years. So then I made this small little book called What is Internet? Uh, then I have another book, you know, What is Entrepreneurship? 
Then I have another book on you know how to make money online. And I've been working online since 24 years and I've been preaching to make money online for 22 years. And people just don't get it. It's still, they still don't get it. Now, finally, there are 2% population is online working. So which is 4 million freelancers online approximately, which is a good number. 4 million is a big number when it compares to other countries. But uh, for Pakistan, it's less, it's like 2% of the country. It's 250 million people. Um, so my goal, next goal is to, I stop, you know, I have, I have many weird goals. So this is another goal, 10 million entrepreneurs. Um, and I have another goal, building a new IT city outside our city. So it's a whole new, brand new IT city. But my right now, my number one priority is to get everybody online. So I'm going online now every day for three, four hours, especially in the time of Corona. Uh, corona in Urdu language means let's do it. So wow. I've been writing Corona, Corona, let's make digital Pakistan. You know, like let's make digital Pakistan more and more. And government has taken initiative for many years on digital Pakistan. I am taking initiatives. Uh, this is a phone from Nokia for $50. It's smartphone. It has a Google Assistant built in. Very nice phone. Very good battery. There's another phone for $12 now, which is smartphone. It has Google Assistant. It has Google Maps. It has YouTube. And it's for $12. So these kind of things which I'm trying to push right now and trying to get people are right now trying to worry about food to these people. And I'm worried about getting smartphones to these people because you can't give them food for three months. But once you give them smartphone, you can make them smart on how to grow their own food or how to you know, take care of themselves rather than just giving them food. So biggest problem in our country is uh, India also in us is you know, we're uneducated people. But the beautiful part is you can speak to the phone now. You can you know, sing songs with it, listen to jokes with it. You don't have a girlfriend. It's not allowed. You have your phone. You can talk to her if you like. And a few years ago, um, I published, um, I see five years ago in, in 2015, I published a, a, a little photo uh, that I made a slide, how to be my friend on Facebook. Uh, you can see it now. And, and, I, and I said, uh, it is not good if you make all your posts private, because looking at your profile, I won't know what you write. Uh, after accepting your connection, I may see it, but not before. I want to see it before. Yeah. If you post everything in a language that I don't speak, that will be a beautiful language, but I am not going to be able to read what you write. Yeah. If you are publishing only selfies or only quotes from others, I will not learn about what you are. And if you are only publishing links, you are a pa passive uh, engine part of the larger mechanism. I want to learn about your opinion and your context rather than blindly republishing everything that you see. On the other hand, if you are sharing your passion, your opinion, you add to conversations, you are public, positive, and open, that is fantastic. And of course, I like tech, I like space, I like life. So those are the things that I, I want to see. And since you have been doing this uh, uh, 500 friends uh, experiment uh, of, uh, of um, giving a laptop to anybody who had uh, 500 common friends uh, 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 with you, after we connected, 
um, maybe a couple of years ago, a lot of your connections wanted to be friends with me so that they could reach uh, the, the goal. And uh, I, I think this particular experiment now ended, but it's, it is still uh, living in the memory uh, of, of uh, your uh, Pakistani followers. So it is, it is still happening. And uh, I am sorry for pointing out uh, in particular one uh, completely innocent person as a negative example, but I just received a connection request from uh, somebody who's Two entries on Facebook from two years ago are one, a pistol, and two, his selfie. And, and it shouldn't be too hard to understand that this is completely meaningless to me, and I will necessarily delete the request. But what I do actually is before deleting the request, I send a message to the person explaining why. Thank you. Given the limitations of Facebook, I cannot accept your connection request because I would be filling in a slot, but all my posts are public. You can follow them. And then I give uh, the person a series of, uh, of links. So uh, I think you are very right about the fact that uh, the internet is an incredibly powerful tool, and that it is very important to teach people how to use the power of that tool. And it is a problem not only in Pakistan, but it is a problem in Italy, in the US, all over the world, that people are exploited by that power rather than using that power themselves. They become a tool. And, and, and they are easily manipulated in their opinions and sometimes even in their acts. Uh, I am fairly afraid of mob power. Uh, uh, I have, you know, read news of uh, uh, people being falsely accused of committing blasphemy and the mob killing them. Uh, which is absolutely horrible for many, many reasons, uh, even disregarding whether blasphemy should be a criminal offense, uh, the mob justice and, and uh, purposeful uh, um, using of, of, of uh, the platform, whether Facebook or WhatsApp or whatever other tool in order to um, go and effectively assassinate somebody through the mob is, is uh, just astonishing, both in its effectiveness and it, how negative it is, not only for the person dying, first of all, but also for, for everybody else who, who don't realize how they are uh, used rather than empowered. And, and so I... I commend you for for the way that you are you're using uh, the internet to to educate uh, others and empower others um, it's funny that um, you and i haven't met and yes this is the first time that we actually speak but i already met uh, one of your sons because uh, you were uh, alert enough and when i was maybe a year ago or or a little more than a year ago in tokyo 
you realize that your son was there at the same time and you invited him to connect. And then we, we met, we ended up actually meeting in person and spent a wonderful day together. He invited me to give a lecture at the uh, accelerator that he was at the time part of, uh, which I joyfully did. And I met many other kids and the mentors and, and teachers at the accelerator there. So that is the kind of beautiful connection that the internet is able to generate. And you are very good at, uh, at um, uh, making sure that, that, that they happen. So uh, what, what are your uh, next experiments uh, going to be? How, and... How do you decide when an experiment is over, whether successful or unsuccessful? Do you just go with the gut or you try to quantitatively measure the outcomes? So first of all, I love the slide where how to become my friend is there and it should be a cover photo and I will probably also make that my cover photo. It's wonderful. I've also written a book about how to become friends on Facebook with anyone. And uh, it's free. You can uh, put the link on that um, on that cover photo if you want. And anybody can download it. Has step by step processes on how to fix your profile, why to do something. I'm a why guy. I love to understand why things are happening. So I try to explain also the why things. And I don't want people to just follow. I want just people to understand and then do what they think is right. So this is something which is available. It's on rehanuniversity.com/books. Uh, also rehan.com slash books and anybody can download it or you can order it on Amazon if you wanted to. Um, my, I follow my gut mostly um, and I try to make into like academic stuff also. So for my experiment, which is by the way still not over because our goal is to get 100% digital literacy in Pakistan. Um, we are still giving out more laptops and actually with the, with the Corona, I'm actually giving out more laptops and reducing the requirement of giving the laptops. So then more and more well, if I may, that will be wonderful news for a couple of uh, the people who are uh, looking uh, at uh, the video because Hasi Baskar is asking, can I get one piece of your laptops? Now, don't send him a piece of the laptop, right? That is not what he's asking for. He's asking for one entire laptop. Uh, and then Wakar uh, Ahmad Katak says, same question. So um, you just gave them some wonderful news that the, the criteria are, are now different. And of course, they should still make an effort, whatever the criteria are. The point is not to give away free laptops for nothing, is to make sure that the people go on a path of self-empowerment, right? Um, so um, so we, are, we have one, uh, we have, I'm co-authoring a book with a friend of mine on the results of what happened uh, after we gave up to give away free laptops for nothing is to make sure that apologies i just clicked on a link that uh, uh played the audio of our own uh, stream go ahead no problem and then i have another book in urdu which is again about what what happened and then a white paper on the results of 400 laptops which we have given 
what, how did they, these people change in 50 different ways? So um, the, I, I, you didn't ask the question, but I want to explain that the, when you actually go come in and you have graduated or you've not graduated, just like you, other people will also not accept their friend request because they have, they have to have the right profile photo, the right information before anybody would accept their, their, their Facebook friend request. Now, in order to do that, the change doesn't come from outside, the change come, come from inside. They have to change their mindset, they have to change their communication skills, they have to change their goals, they have to become somebody fantastic in order to be friends with fantastic human beings. So when I traveled the world, uh, my, I saw every, all those questions which I had, I made that opportunity to go out and travel and ask those questions. But but the majority of the people in my country making less than $2 um, a day and also not being able to get visas. I personally was rejected international visas 26 times, US visas 16 times, uh, even while I had a company and a house in the US. So um, it's just weird how, you know, just because you are born in a certain country, you can't go to places. So I used Facebook as, an, as a way, as a, as a method to one, raise their own self-belief, their, self, uh, their self-evaluation, give them a global perspective on life, on how people live, on, on you know, what are they hating? Why are they hating? Why are they wasting their energy on hate when there's possibility of understanding and converting that hate energy into something positive? So this method is very discomforting for some of my friends who are on my friend list because they get a lot of friend requests. However, at the same time, like today you will probably get 200 friend requests because I actually made a video about getting free laptops and I posted a photo of 40 laptops in my hand and they're getting going to get excited and the herd mentality will be activated and they will just try to jump, tuck, 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 tuck. And then they will be disappointed, but some of them will still find some person to connect with. And I want to thank one of my friends who changed me as a person. My friend name was Suzanne Slay in Florida. And back in 1995, when there was no internet, only email over here, we were Facebook email, uh, so not Facebook friends, email friends, pen pals kind of thing. And she changed the way I think, she changed the way I, my self-belief was. And I want to do this, continue this journey for other people who are, who are, have been finding other friends around the world, who they become partners with, friends with, and these friends allow them to totally transform them because they have never had a female friend or a white friend or an American friend or a distant friend who gives them a mirror approach. They have never looked in the mirror. The other day I introduced my I was talking to a friend from South Africa and my, I, I passed the phone to my, my wife and he asked her, how many people live in Karachi? And she looked at me. She never knew how many people live in Karachi. I said 30 million people. So, and she was like, really? Okay, 30 million people. So you have to have the somebody totally different from you in order to ask simple questions. Nobody in the world, most of the time, we don't even ask simple questions, forget about deeper questions. And we are discouraged to ask questions in our schools, in our, especially in, in our country and the third world countries and the growing countries because everybody's obsessed with education, not necessarily for educational purposes, but for degree purposes. 
they are sending them to schools the usaid is giving money the defit the uk agencies are giving money european union gives money oh please build schools 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 there are no good there are no good teachers there are no good systems they just want to build schools and they're producing rotten minds in it's better not to go to school i never sent you met my son he didn't go to school uh, he hasn't even graduated high school and he was in japan mentoring entrepreneurs so it's better to go out there and work in my opinion and become somebody like walt disney rather than becoming some guy who can't even spell his name properly or doesn't have the courage to to talk to anyone I I uh, very much uh, shared that path uh, with you starting actually with myself uh, I don't have a degree uh, I attended a, a few years of uh, university uh, studying physics but uh, I simply decided that uh, if somebody wanted to hire me and uh, the reason not to hire me was that I didn't have a degree then it was fine I didn't want to work in that place. And uh, as a matter of fact, I only had one job in my life and then I started as an entrepreneur and then an investor and whatever else. Um, and and I, I barely remember how it is to, to, to have a job in the sense of somebody telling you what to do, right? And uh, when I am uh, uh, trying to um spread my own values to my various teams the first thing i tell them is make sure that you understand your task and you're uh, are able to describe your task so well that you become dispensable other people can take it on you can move on to something more exciting more interesting and that you never need to be told what to do that you are always self starting you're always pro proactive um and and my my uh, children uh, didn't um uh, graduate from from university either um some of them didn't even graduate from high school because i could never tell them you must do something uh if they told me this doesn't make sense we would talk about it and sometimes we would agree that they were right it didn't make sense and my daughter is now in seoul and my um uh, oldest son bought a home and is building a family and uh, my middle son is uh doing all kinds of crazy things with computer graphics and uh, working with a company in california etc so uh, i hope that families who are worried about the future of their children rather than pretending that certain institutions know what should be done and that they should order their children that thing that should be done they trust the children and nurture the children so that they have the self confidence to design paths that empower them now changing track a little bit different question um i met a a, a pakistani uh, phd student in austria 
who invited me to give a lecture at his university. And um, I grilled him about Pakistan, blah, 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 unrelentingly, you know, a thousand questions. And one of the things he told me just blew my mind. He said, listen, we are an ally of the U.S. and we have been for decades. The U.S., together with Pakistan, has never been able to build the highways and the tunnels and the roads and the ports that China has been able to build in a short number of years. China is now leasing one of the most important ports in Pakistan for the next 100 years, and they are renovating it and modernizing it, investing big amounts of money. And more and more people in Pakistan are learning Chinese rather than, or hopefully together with English. So question, should I learn Chinese? Are you learning Chinese? Nihao, nihao. That's all I can speak. <laughs> or Zaijin, or Shishyani, or I can order my food in Chinese. But um, Pakistan has sold majority of its airports, but what I have read. I'm not a subject specialist. Pakistan has rode all its highways, China, and the ports, and the stock market, and the electric company. So, and the Amazon of Pakistan has also been sold to, to China, to Alibaba. Um, uh, for a billion dollars, it was sold two years ago. We just got some aid from them. Everybody's so happy. China's our friend. They're sending aid to us. Hello, it's your profit. But um, anyways, um, I don't think it was US's job to fix Pakistan. It's not Chinese job to fix Pakistan. It's Pakistan's job to fix Pakistan. It's not, this is a supposedly a, what an independent country is supposed to look like. It's not supposed to look like the country which is begging their bowl to other countries to give them aid and money uh, to fix things. So Pakistan took $65 billion loan from China and built all these things and Chinese gave the loan and at the same time built everything for them. And then they, it belongs to them and it doesn't even belong to Pakistan. So most people, as I said, are, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not the subject specialist. I shouldn't speak about it, but it's, it's, it's a complicated situation. I personally think that the government of Pakistan should also encourage other countries. Like, I mean, Italy is not in a good shape anyways, but to be honest, the whole Europe is not in a good shape. And I was in Budapest and it looks like Budapest is going to become a Chinese territory soon and with everything what is going on over there. Um, I met the, the ex prime minister of Hungary uh, over there and had a lunch with him. Uh, and he was going to China multiple times a year and he's very happy with them. I was at the parliament of Sweden and the parliament, uh, someone at the parliament was not very happy with the Chinese buses coming in and traveling, but it's a complicated situation. And after this coronavirus thing, who knows who will survive? I mean, what looks like the US is, is not in a good shape and China is sending aid to everyone, including Italy. And I don't know what the geopolitical so, situation so is, but I think Chinese language is a good thing to have. <laughs> it's not a bad thing to have. It's they, I love their food and I love their stuff. And I think at the same time, um, 
Chinese were already in Europe and everywhere with Chinatown and everywhere. Pakistan never had Chinese. So the same influx of Chinese, which is in the US or other places, there is more property owned in the US by Chinese than in Pakistan, even today, like look at Sony studios or look at everything is owned by Chinese now. It doesn't have a Chinese name, but all the new movies coming out are also Chinese owned. So everything is being bought because they just have more money. They work hard. So our people just don't want to work. So people who don't work will lose. Very simple. It's a very interesting time. Yeah, my, my, my wife uh, told me today, um, but it's uh, the weekend. Why are you still doing this uh, live stream thing? Or, or I was uh, having a brainstorming session earlier in the afternoon uh, with, with somebody about uh, my Patreon page, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and I told her, uh, listen, the Chinese do work on the weekend. I don't feel I can sit on my laurels. <laughs> Uh, but whenever whenever a, a company is is sold to foreigners you know and the same is uh, uh, when the japanese uh, bought uh, um, uh, the rockefeller center or when the uh, french uh, bought uh, gucci uh, in italy uh, it is it is always uh, there the ready the patriotic uh, voice, oh, we shouldn't sell our crown jewels uh, to, to the foreigners. First of all, it is a private enterprise, so they should be free to sell to, to anybody. Yes, there can be some strategic exceptions, uh, but uh, a luxury brand, come on, let them sell it. Or a piece of real estate, let them sell it. And the second, the next question I think is, okay, whoever sold got a bunch of money. Let's look at what they are doing with the money and hopefully they will put it to good use and maybe they can be persuaded to do the kinds of investments that you complaining about selling would have wanted them to do. If they it is a good idea, they will fund it. They, they have new money to invest in, in great projects. So I hope that uh, the various things that uh, Pakistan sold to the Chinese generated capital that can go into improving Pakistani infrastructure or, or, or things like that. And you are shaking your head skeptically. So don't that- Why I don't have the books? They don't show everything openly. The data is not available. Uh, we don't know. It's happening behind closed doors. As a normal citizen, I can't do enough. People are, as I said, are, you know, remember the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. People are stuck in the first two boxes. So it's it's stupid to talk to them about the fourth box or the fifth box. They're just stuck with the basic needs, security, food. It's very hard. You know, like when my friends, one of my friends who was on my Facebook unfriended me two, three days ago. Rehan, I can't handle this flood of friends. I have to unfriend you. I said, go for it, no problem. But his profile said he was a connector. And he was empowering people through connections. And I was like, you know, all you have to do is close the option where in, in Facebook, you can close the option. Nobody can friend you anymore. They become your followers. And unless they have mutual friends, they can't friend you. Very simple. It's so easy to do. Just press one button. It's done. And now you're gaining free followers. Oh, but they're just squatters. They're, they're, they're nobodies. Yes, my job is to make these nobodies into somebodies. That's what I do. That's what your job is. That's what you're trying to do. 
we all have nobodies children who are born in our houses we make them into somebodies i look at these all these people as small little children they just don't know how to do it's not their fault what they were born in this country or they were born poor or they were born these people so i try to help as many as i can i i can't help everyone i get exhausted at the evening trying to do this i i literally for the last 3 days i've been like what's happening to me i was speaking 5 6 hours a day live it's exhausting i people think oh it's just life no i give full attention to whoever is talking to me it takes it drains your energy so but you know i can't help everyone it's impossible nobody can help even the prime minister or the president can't help everyone right now so they have to help themselves that's what i'm trying to teach them help yourself use the internet use the google use google you google and youtube can probably help more than the president of our country and people are not using it my only request has been to our governments please point these people to google and youtube tell them before they even come to the government they should go and google it before they come to us and 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 this is this is very true very true everywhere uh, uh italian national television still a lot of people watch tv in italy rather than using the internet and and there is a a a daily show a, a satirical show called striscia la notizia uh, which is very popular right after the news before the movie and uh, i am a snob right so i was distancing uh, myself from it i was looking at it as too popular and, and and not intellectual enough and whatever but i am so excited when i change my mind and and uh, this show is now one of my favorites i i started watching a little bit of tv um because of the lockdown and and this show has certain segments that that are just pure genius they explained everybody uh, how fake news works and how deep fakes substituting your face work and how did they do it they did a satirical segment uh, by doing a deep fake of a female presenter uh, doing outrageous things to the point of being cited for libel and then they said no it's all fake it's not her and they explained how it works in order to raise awareness on, uh, in people of of that so yesterday they did exactly what you said they listed uh, fiverr they listed um uh, all kinds of other platforms where people can find work to do now that they are logged in their homes and many are losing their livelihood right they cannot work they cannot find what to do and they listed really four or five different platforms some of them specific uh in italy for italians uh, others uh, like fiverr or upwork that that are for uh, everybody globally and it was uh uh it it really brought a smile to my to my face because obviously i i knew that platform and i or those platforms and i wouldn't have expected popular television to want to teach the use of those those platforms so um uh, in the last couple of minutes uh, that that we have uh what is a question that uh, you would have asked uh, 
yourself uh, uh, if uh, you were me or that I didn't ask and, and you would have expected me to ask? You already asked a question which I didn't answer. The question was, what is your next experiment? What do you want to do next? And uh, next thing which I want to do is, I, you know, my, my big goal is to end world poverty, not just Pakistan poverty. And in order to do that, I'm always looking for interesting tools. How do you do that? If you look at Maslow again, uh, he says that in order to, you know, he's explaining in a different way of re reading the uh, level of, uh, you know, higher consciousness. So there's another guy called David Hawking, and he has created a levels of uh, consciousness score card. Uh, can, you, can you say his name again? I didn't understand the name. David Hawking. And what he has explained is a map of consciousness and scorecard of consciousness. So if you are of a higher consciousness, you have a different score or a different energy in your body or your soul. And if you are, have a lower consciousness, you have a different scorecard. So if you have a higher scorecard, uh, you are say the maximum is, uh, you know, 700 to 1,000, which you can have. You, or at 600, you're already at a bliss. 350, you're already forgiving person. If you are 310, you're optimistic. If you are at 30, you're blaming everyone. If you are at 50, you're in despair. If you're at 75, you're regretting everything. If you are at around 100, you have a lot of anxiety. If you are at 20, you have a lot of shame and humiliation in yourself. So my next goal is to find how do we raise the consciousness score of the humanity? And once you raise the next consciousness score of humanity, we, once we start working towards that goal, we can find, you see, I, I come from an entrepreneurial tech background. So a billion people is not rocket science, it's just you know, a process. Most people get scared of a billion people or impacting a billion people. They just don't understand how technology works. They run away. I think by, I think it's achievable to impact a billion people. It's very easy. It's just a process. It takes time, and you create a process. So first process is start asking questions, and so I want to now work on raising the consciousness. That is why Aliki, you see here. That is why other people in the spiritual world and in, in my uh, and spiritual science, and I'm going to make uh, another institute for mind sciences to understand how our mind works, how does subconscious work, and how do we raise the consciousness level, and how do we understand these things? Because there are tools. I was actually surprisingly watching uh, uh, Floyd's um, uh, documentary and movie drama on Netflix yesterday. And I, it got me even more excited because I was already hoping to start this uh, Institute of Mind Sciences, but now I'm going to hire some neurologists and spiritual scientists and other people and put them all in one room to understand our neurology and mind sciences so that we can decode our brain first. And one of the things I was, my hobby experiment is to make that device which could read our minds, uh, which, which uh, uh, Elon Musk is also trying to do. The, uh, I can't remember what he calls it, but he's doing, uh, you know, he's doing surgery I don't want to do surgery. I want to just take the waves from here and translate it into uh, something. So if I can just type hello from my mind without even thinking, that's good enough for me. Um, so we want to. I want to play with that and get all of this together 
probably in one of our you know buildings over here in our city and uh, yeah so that's my next next game and uh, and Rehan, uh, this was a wonderful conversation uh, uh, opening uh, doors and windows uh, onto a world that is unknown for many of our uh, followers and, 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 and listeners, and uh, maybe uh, in uh, a, a few months uh, we can have another conversation uh, to talk about uh, your next experiments with friends. Thank you again. <laughs>